Welcome everyone to another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show. On today's episode, even though it ended in heartbreak, it was a good season for the West Virginia basketball team. We reflect on the season that was, predict what's ahead, and discuss the future of the show. All ahead on the Ryan and Rush Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show. And we're getting right into it, Ryan. It's been uh, a couple days. You've been back from Vegas. Kind of clear mind going on. Uh, it was Vegas and Morgantown during during March Madness, as it usually is, a couple-day bender. Um, mm-hmm. We've had a couple days to kind of digest the Maryland game. Tough game. Uh, definitely put a bad taste in our mouth <laughs> being the first game of the Thursday slate. Um, just, just from your perspective, especially you being a, the former video coordinator from the basketball team, what happened in that game? Yeah, I mean, it, it was nice to get back to the big dance. Obviously, it's it's such a surreal feeling whenever you see your name flash on that big screen and you realize you're going to the big March Madness dance. And we it came quick because we were, I think, the fourth name called behind Alabama, the 16 seeds, then Maryland, then us. So it was quick, and for video guys like. Uh, I'm sure Quartz was right away, right on it. So sometimes we've been like the fourth bracket, and it's like, man, when are we going to get called? Where are we going? Let's just get this over with. So it was, it was quick this year, kind of like our unfortunately our appearance in the tournament with being the Thursday kickoff game. I just thought we we didn't make enough plays down the stretch. Uh, we it, fe- it felt like we got beat to every 50-50 ball down the stretch. I mean, the famous play where there's a loose ball and we – I think it's Eric and somebody else are tapping it around like it's a volleyball game. Yeah. And somehow the Maryland guy gets it and he he dunks it on the other end. And the, instead of us having the ball tie game with three minutes, they go up two. And it, it, it kind of just felt that way. We, we didn't get some 50-50 balls that we were getting during that five-game stretch – uh, prior to the big or prior to the NCAA tournament, and yeah, I mean it's that's the beautiful thing about March Madness is everybody's going to lose their last game except for one, so you never know when it's going to be. You want to go as long as you can, but it can come quick. I also know there was a lot of um, upset fans at, at yeah. some calls and and, and yeah. the refs, and and I I agree with those that that there were some atrocious calls by by the refs in that game. However. I'm not blaming, and I know you're not blaming the refs in yeah. this because it's you blame the refs when that is the literal reason and the exact reason you lost the game. There was we that game could have been won even with those bad calls by, yeah. by West Virginia. Unfortunately, it, it didn't happen. Um, to kind of you know talk about it in I guess the positive light because obviously it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. You know, I remember when we started this year, Ryan, it was you and me, you know, in the studio here. Uh, we had Ethan on and we were talking about all we were talking about. How does West Virginia make the tournament? And I get it. Most teams and stuff, but it'd been, you know, it'd been a year. Uh, we, we, t- we still had a bad taste in our mouth from last year's team. We're a very talented team, but unfortunately they played more like a bunch of individuals and they did a team. And we were, we were hoping we were, we were hungry for that. Like, Hey, look, we, we believe we got the right guys in here. Let's, let's see that West Virginia team. Let's see, let's see us at least get our name called in March. And, Hey, it was called. It was the. I would say this was a solid B plus year for for the Mountaineers. It was a positive. Mm-hmm. We got back in March. It, it it was what we really were hoping for as fans. And then you know you realize what 
the team you have, you're capable. And then it's like, oh, let's get to the sweet 16. Let's go. You want more and more and more, which of course is great. And always we'll, we'll, we'll cheer on in that sense. But Hey, in in a way too is, you know, I don't like losing. No one likes losing, but we did accomplish, but what the fans and what this fan base deserved and really wanted, and was to get back to March and kind of redeem, you know, last year. And, you know, I think there's a bad taste in everyone's mouth still from, uh, the ride, you know, going into the pandemic and how well we were firing then. So, hey, we got this program back right. The Hall of Famer did what he said he was going to do. And, you know, it, it was good. It was good to to feel like we had a chance again. So I, I will say that people may say that's kind of loser's talk, but I don't know. It, 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 this was a fun season, man. I, I really enjoyed covering it. Yeah, and I don't think that we were that much more talented than the year before. I thought that, honestly, those two teams were very similar in terms of talent level, but this team was more together, and they won those close games. They won at Iowa State. The other team didn't because they couldn't get the ball in bounds. This year we got it in bounds, and we got fouled and made our free throws. I mean, we finished 16-17 and 17 last year. This year, 19-15, and 15, difference of two games, and that's what the difference was last year, a couple of those heartbreaks went our way this year and hopefully we'll, we'll get some good fortune next year too. And I mean, it, it, I get that it's this program expects more than just getting to the big dance. And that's the, I think people forget that standard was elevated because of Bob Huggins. Like mm-hmm. Bob Huggins is, I mean, how many sweet 16s does he have? I four off the top of my head, I think actually maybe five, um, including a final four in his tenure here. So people got to remember why the standard got raised and yeah, there's, we're not a blue blood and we're never going to be in the final four every single year, but we do deserve to go to the dance, which is what you're touching on. And I do agree with that. So now it's about building off of the momentum in the second half of this year, hitting on these transfer portal guys in this new era, because I mean, we've seen everybody's in the hunt. If you're in last place, you can flip it around and be in the sweet 16. Just ask Kansas State this year and Iowa State the year before that. So it, you got you got to stay sharp and you got to stay on that portal, and you got to stay in recruiting too and NIL just everything. So it's every season's its new identity now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that that's part of it is right. We kind of had the setbacks last year is we were still figuring out the portal is a relatively new thing, and there were still a lot of, I think NIL right just happened and people were still like well what's it it went from it seemed like every law and structure in the world to the wild wild west so you know sometimes that can take a second to really understand what you're working with um you know between the pandemic figuring that out uh you know of course we had deuce you know leaving an nba talent leave um you know there's just a lot of holes to fill at one time and i think that's what happened yeah i'll know about oscar yeah i saw your twitter this week about oscar so we know your feelings on that um you know, there, yeah, but a lot of a lot of holes to fill, and I I think when that happens, you see something like last year's team where you just you just have that season, you just you lose all the close games, and but then you have a bounce back season like this year. You know, even a little bit of beginning chaos when we started the Big Twelve season, but we we won the close ones. We were back in the dance. Could have beat Maryland. Could have probably. I thought we could have played a closer game to than Maryland did against Alabama. So. We're, now we got a little bit of momentum. Now it's time to take that momentum, take what we know about the transfer portal, you know, do what Bob Huggins does coaching wise. And now, now it's like next year. All right. Now, how do we get to the sweet 16 next year? You know, get that, keep, keep going. And then how do we consistently get there? How do we get back? So while it still hurts and stings right now, we, we we're on the right path. 
We bounced back this year. It was great. We were worried about it, but it happened. So like I said, I think solid B plus. It was a good season, Ryan. And Ryan, this was also our first season covering it together. And it was, I mean, from the start, from the opening game till, till now, it was, it was an honor and a pleasure. And it's great. Uh, looking cut forward to covering all these other West Virginia sports. It's, we really built something here at the Ryan and Rush Show. And of course, we thank our audience and we thank our fans for that. And it's only going to get better. We got a bunch of guests coming up um, that we're bringing on the show, have talks with. Uh, and and the, trust me, the best is yet to come. This was just the start. So it was awesome. Yeah, no, it was awesome. And I like like you said, you can't thank enough the audience of the growth of this show just from a short stint since November 7th when we tipped the ball off. And I feel like we had a pretty good pulse on this uh, team from day number one. We said this is probably going to be a bubble team. Hopefully we're on the right side. We win our close games. And there was a lot of adversity. Um, we, we took care of business in the non-com for the most part. I mean, you lose to uh, Purdue and Xavier, two top 15 teams. We said you can lose those games because it won't hurt your resume. It didn't hurt your resume. Dropped the first five in Big 12 play, so there was even more adversity and we're saying, hey, man, the season's not over. You just got to win a couple of these Big 12 games, beat Auburn in the SEC Challenge because they're a tournament team. We just saw them go toe-to-toe with Houston. And, I mean, it's just about staying the course, and I feel like it, it really was a fun season. And a lot had to do with our audience and the feedback that we've gotten. Uh, the comments are great, and we encourage you guys to keep liking and subscribing. It really does help our show in the long term. And obviously getting some more merch here is, is, is key as well. So that's been great. Um, but yeah, no, looking forward to talking a little bit of baseball before, you know, it, we'll have spring football and other sports. Yeah. So kind of to wrap up the, the basketball team and kind of what lays, what lies next, we're going to uh, reach out to Ethan, try to get him on here next week. Talk transfer portal. Um, because it's our, it's already happening. I wish there was kind of that Brett, let, let March madness happen. Kind of like NFL season, right? Let the super bowl happen and then start hiring head coaches. But Hey, it's the world we live in now. Go, go, go. Already preparing for next season. Um, we know we have Eric Emmett Keaty. Thank you guys for your service and in, in making this an awesome run this year. Um, they will all be graduating. They have no more eligibility left. Uh, Jamel King is, which was expected. Um, he'll be hitting the transfer portal. Didn't get enough playing time there. Um, potentially up in the air, we have uh, Jose and Oscar from Manhattan, uh, the Manhattan Mountaineers, um, come in here next year. So we'll see what happens there, whether they decide to stay. Um, plans there, definitely, of course, a lot of curiosity there, especially with Jose Perez being a big storyline for this year. Uh, Ryan, I'm assuming that Jamel is not going to be the only one to leave the portal. You've been in it more than I have. You've done a little bit work in the transfer portal. Um, of course, you know, we don't want to speculate because people are still trying to figure things out, but any thoughts, any thoughts in regards to that? I'd be shocked if he's the only one just with the day and age that we live in. I think last year, the average was like 3.6 players per program. We're in the transfer portal. So just from a strategic mathematics standpoint, we're going to have a couple more. Um, any of them honestly wouldn't surprise me. It's it's the day sure. and age we live in. You don't know who's in, who's here, who's trying to get what, especially with the NIL era where, hey, come over here and we'll give you this amount of money. NIL stands for uh, legalized cheating now, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, expect some more names in the portal and expect some names in other programs that you didn't see coming as well. So if we have one or two that pop in our portal, don't. it's not the end of the world. It's just the new day and age. Not saying I agree with it, but hey, that's what it is now. So 
Um, I mean, who was the only guy coming back that played meaningful minutes last year? Keedy, and he still made the tournament. So it's it's happened multiple times, and it's just the day and age we live in. And also guys can go in the portal and still withdraw their name. And yep. you never know, we might end up getting someone that is better on our current like someone that's not expecting to transfer. And then all of a sudden we bring other people, they realize they're going to lose minutes. And so they could transfer from there. It's a whole dominoes chain reaction, just, I guess, mess. So uh, excited definitely to bring Ethan on soon and just kind of go everything and go all into that, especially with what he's doing transfer portal. Um, Another big storyline in basketball, Ryan doesn't have to do with the men's team has to do with the women's team. Um, Also want to give a congratulations to the women's team. Unfortunately, they lost to Arizona in the 10-7 game. But, hey, it was a great year for both uh, basketball programs. Um, unfortunately, after the game, uh, Coach Dawn and the rest of her staff was not on the bus. There were a lot of uh, players kind of curious. Hey, why why isn't you know our coach on the bus? People knew that the Minnesota job went open. She's from that area. You know what happens, coaching business. Uh, I guess where people get a little a lot frustrated is when, you know, we understand jobs open up. We we've dealt with our own personal jobs where a better opportunity comes up. We go there. Um, usually when you want to leave a place, especially when you've only been there one year. And my guess is probably in your interview, you talked it up to being, Hey, I'm excited to, you know, get in here, cultural change, be here for a while. You're only on one here, one here. Usually it's nice not to give an Irish goodbye, you know, thank the people, especially Mountaineer nation where, you know, we take that stuff, not personal, but we, we do believe, you know, West Virginia and manners, respect, you know, looking out for one another. Uh, a goodbye would have been nice. So uh, I guess that's all. I don't know, Ryan, you've been in the yeah. industry. I know it's a business um, and I don't think anyone's questioning the business decision. You got to do what's best for you and your family. And if you and your family are from, you know, the, you know, Minnesota, Dakota area and you want to go back, we get it. Just, just thank the people that helped get you there. That's all. Yeah, the way it was handled wasn't really the classiest of ways, but I, I think we see that so much in college athletics, unfortunately. It's, it is what it is. I, I feel like I say that a lot, but unfortunately it is what it is. It's not the way I would have handled it, but that's the way Don and her staff did. As for why she left, I mean, it's the same reason why Hugs left K-State after just a year, business decision. Uh, she is from West Bend, Wisconsin, and played at Michigan Tech, so she's from – uh, the Great Lakes, as they say, with the uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota area. So she's going back home. She's a big, big tenant heart, I'm sure. And she's going to bring her staff. They had success at South Dakota, so getting more back regional where they had a lot of success. She, they had a good year uh, here as well. I mean, they yeah, finished fourth, for Mike fourth in the Big Twelve and uh, and got got the program to the NCAA tournament. So she did a good job here uh, here as well. And we'll see where. Ren Baker and, and uh, administration go for her replacement. Yeah. I already, I already like what some of the stuff Ren's doing. So we'll definitely keep an eye out on that and give updates as we go. Um, also want to give uh, two more shout outs. Ryan is one, the baseball team's up to 24th in the nation. They're yeah. absolutely killing it right now. Uh, excited to get those nice uh, warm spring days here in Morgantown and just hang out at the ballpark all day. So definitely go out, support the Mountaineers um, at the ballpark and then also want to give a shout out back to back state champions, Morgantown, our friend of the show and, and future oh, yeah. guest, Dave Tallman, when he's back to back state championship there. I think it's 
third, Ryan, maybe fourth um, in Morgantown. Great coach. Uh, and so we want to give a congratulations to him, give a congratulations to the local Morgantown community. Um, hey, it's always great, especially when you can say you've won back-to-back. Yeah, no, he had the best team too, and it's he. The target was on his back from day number one this year. Everybody, it's he, I know he had the best team, but when you're expected to win, it's hard to win. Just ask Kansas this last weekend; they got upset in March Madness. So it, it's harder when the target's on your back, and that target's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger for Dave. So obviously, like you said, uh, friend of the program. Uh, Tallman's are the, the whole family's friends of the program. So happy to see him win another state championship. And, uh, yeah, we're expecting a three peat next year, Dave. So go Mohegans. There we go. Go Mohegans. But anyway, again, love you all. Thank you for being with us throughout basketball season. It's only getting bigger and better from here. Really wanted to kind of Eagle eye on the basketball season, especially with Ryan being the formal video coordinator, but Hey, we got the spring game around. We got plenty of football. Lots of Big 12 stuff going on. We actually have a couple things working behind the scenes. Cannot announce yet, Ryan, but as soon as we know, we will let our audience know as well. A lot of big things ahead. Like we said, this is just the start. Um, excited to be back with you all next week. Talk a little transfer portal, get some guests on here. Um, and hey, if you get an opportunity, we've already, you know, we've had Ethan on plenty of times. Uh, ben Chase is one of our big guests. He's the one who went broke the world record, went to all the college football games. So that's an old mm-hmm. interview. Check that one out. And, uh, like I said, just the beginning. Um, I'm excited, Ryan. I know you are as well. So no doubt. Uh, thanks for sticking with us so far. Um, if you want any hat, we're giving out free hats. Speaking of Tolman, his brother, that beautiful hat on Ryan's uh, Ryan's head right there. That's a Tolman special right there. So yep. uh, hey, just reach out to us on social media. We'll send you a free hat. No problem at all. So again, love you all and uh, a lot more to come next week. Have a good one. Enjoy the Sweet 16 and Elite 8. Love you all. Go Mountaineers.